Hey everybody, Chris Fafalius here. If you enjoy One Hit Thunder, which I'm assuming you do considering you're listening to it right now, I want to tell you about another great music podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. It's called Riffs on Riffs. On this season of Riffs on Riffs, hosts Toby Braswell and Joe Watson are breaking down one iconic pop song each week. Everything from Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer to Journey's Don't Stop Believin' to Naughty by Nature's OPP. Each week, they crack open the song, trace its history, decode those cryptic lyrics, and unearth the hidden gems in its musical DNA. Not only do they dive into the song's history, lyrics, and impact, they also go down some fun and oftentimes hilarious rabbit holes. So yeah, if you're a fan of One Hit Thunder, I think you'll also enjoy Riffs on Riffs. So go hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Our Patreon really swung for the fences by choosing K7's 1993 hit, Come Baby Come, as the song we're diving into this week. Did you know that K7 was just one guy and not the name of the group of four men who seemed to be featured in every music video? Neither did we. And in this episode, we really try to determine if the song is about beckoning a woman to come closer or if it really is just about bodily fluids. Stay tuned to find out if we slam the door on K7 or if he made us come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come back for more. When I come into the bedroom, because I'm the king of the castle, turn me on, turn me loose. One hit is all you need to make the money guaranteed, and you can live off royalties forever. And it makes me wonder, is it just a wonder, or is it one hit thunder? So Matt, one of the most surprising things that I realized pretty quickly about K7 is it's one guy. Yeah, I, I always thought it was four guys. All these videos have the have four guys in them, but K Seven is a guy. I would have never guessed that. K Seven's a guy, but he's a guy who broke off from a group. Oh, so he was part of a group called TKA, which is the best selling Latin freestyle rap group in music history. Wow! <laughs> and something interesting that I learned, I found an amazing quote from K Seven. At one point, TK were called the kings of freestyle. Mm-hmm. And during an interview, K7 said, there are no kings in freestyle. There's only one king and it's me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
I guess I should have tried to find some freestyle videos of him. <laughs> I didn't know this, and I I didn't know. I wouldn't have guessed that he was that good at freestyle based on these songs that seem very uh, thought out. I could be completely wrong, and I didn't do the research on this. I don't know how you would do the research on this, honestly. My assumption is if they're saying, oh, they're a Latin freestyle group, like they're recording, I wonder if it's kind of similar to like, was it Jay-Z who never has written down verses when he goes in the booth? Like, I'm wondering if that's the case with K7 is like, he knows the beat, he knows the come baby come part that's going to come in, but the verses he's just kind of like spitting off the top a little bit. (laughs) Interesting, interesting. And also K7 said that, Decades before uh, Harry Mack came on TikTok. You ever have Harry Mack videos come up on TikTok? He's the guy who will be like, okay, you say a word, you say a word, you say a word to people on the street. And then he does like these amazing freestyles. Oh, I have seen him. Yes. 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 He's very good at freestyling. (laughs) One of my favorite things about this particular song, which first of all, this is so my fucking era of hip hop. Like the boom bap type heavy bass and drum hip hop from the mid nineties is like beautiful. But when I looked up the lyrics, did you look up the lyrics for come baby come? Yeah. I mean, I was following along while I watched the music video. I don't have them in front of me or anything, but I have a lot of questions about them for sure. I just like the, the first four lines when you look for the lyrics for this song are just da ding, dee ding, D-ding, D-D-D, ding-ding. Like someone sat down and was like, oh, we have to make sure that people understand. King of freestyle. (laughs) (laughs) The king. No no other subjects in that court, just him. Yep. And also, I I mean, I guess I wasn't paying that much attention, but apparently the song samples straight up by Paul Abdul. Really? That's what it says on on the liner notes for the album is a... That they had to pay Paul Abdul for a straight up sample. I don't hear that. I don't hear it either. The other one, we're going to obviously talk about Heidi Ho. When that says, oh, it samples Minnie the Moocher, it's like, well, obviously. Like, that's pretty much the entire beat in the chorus is Minnie the Moocher. I couldn't hear straight up anywhere in this song when I was thinking about it. Wow. I guess I would have to listen and pay attention to that because I, I wouldn't have picked up on that. Question about this song okay. is... It's pretty obvious. I mean, the chorus is come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. Yeah. Are we talking about the climaxing or are we saying come over here? Uh, I don't know, because what's the follow up line there is when you got to give me love and then you got to give me some. Yeah, yeah, that could go either way. (laughs) I mean, these I will say K7, especially this album, there were a bunch of bunch of singles from this album i was surprised this was a one-hit wonder to be honest because some of these songs i knew yeah but i guess they didn't chart high enough to and we could still consider this a one-hit wonder but i will say k7 seems very horny (laughs) and all these songs he's very horny the man wants sex give this man sex let me just, I'm, I'm now I'm curious, not about his sex life, but uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I'm not even seeing any real single chart breakdown, just that Come Baby Come reached 18 on the Hot 100, and I don't believe any of the other ones came nearly that close, but there was a, was a 
Zunga Zang and right. Heidi Ho. That's another one with a good sample. <laughs> Zunga Zang, Zunga Zang, is that how? Zunga Zang, Zunga Zunga Zang. It's Yellow Man. Yeah, that which that song is amazing. <laughs> wow, that name. Sorry, I just pulled up the <laughs> the wiki page for the album that has the list of samples. And man, that song by Yellow Man is a crazy title. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like Zunga Zang, Zanga Zunga Zang. <laughs> but it's all one word. It's just like a giant block of text. It's one of the most sampled songs ever. You know who this reminded me of? This song reminds me of uh, of a different song that we've covered on this show is because of the backup responses to almost every line, it's got a little bit of like a young black teenagers mm. kind of vibe, you know, because it's like, I slam the door. Boom! Like you've got that. Like I could understand why you would think this wasn't a guy because there's clearly a group of people yelling things in the background after well, every line. There's also clearly four guys in, in every, every music vi- video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every music video is these these four guys. So yeah, of course I thought it was a group, not just a guy. I guess those were just his his hype men, his three hype men. I guess they don't get to have their name in the title of the song. I almost, seven. I almost wonder. Just like extra insulting, like are those the other members of TKA? And he's like, I'll still let you be in my video. I guess I I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but I do know that I watched the music video for Come Baby Come, and it starts out hilariously in that his who I believe is his girlfriend is saying that she wants to go out, and he's like, I can't take you with me, baby. It'll be embarrassing. <laughs> it would be embarrassing to take his girlfriend out with him, and she tells him that he better be back. By seven. <laughs> all right. By, by seven o'clock, he has to be back and he jumps in the car with his boys and all, uh, they get into all kind of little crazy things. At one point, his one buddy jumps out of the car and licks a woman's stomach on a car. All, they're kind of, they're doing all kind wow. of, they're doing all kind of horny men stuff around wow, town. I understand. Yeah, you're right. He is one horny man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, this song is very horny. I mean, I would love to. What are some of the lyrics of this song? Do you have them in front yeah, of you? Yeah, I got them right here. So, the, I mean, after we get past the da-ding, da-ding, da-ding mm-hmm. part, uh, I slam the door when I come into the bedroom, which is followed by wham-bam. <laughs> okay. Because I'm the king of the castle. Na-na-na. <laughs> turn me on. Turn me loose. Come on. Come on. Try to hit it. It's a hassle. Come get some of this. Don't forget the in- innuendo. Play me some Nintendo. Never ever let go. Keep it so loud. You be hitting the crescendo. Do re mi fa so la ti do. And then come baby come baby baby come. (laughs) He's talking about innuendo. He talked about crescendo. But I want to be like K7. It isn't really innuendo to say come. You're saying come. You're saying the word come. That's not innuendo. That is straight up. I mean, I guess he doesn't spell it C-U-M. No, but, but, but we know what you're saying here, man. <laughs> but let's I wanna I wanna go back to something real quick. All right, so let's go through this one more time. So I come in the door boom when I come into the bedroom, but I'm the king of the castle. Turn me on, turn me loose, try to hit it, it's a hassle. I'm just saying, remember I th- suspected that maybe he was just making up the lyrics in the booth? Yeah. I'm starting to feel like that might be accurate because these don't feel like they took a lot of time to sit down and really think these, especially don't forget the innuendo, 
play me like Nintendo, never ever let go, keep it so loud you'll be hitting a crescendo. Like the the thing with freestyle rap that I it took me a long time to realize this. I used to think that it was like, nope, every single word, they've never thought about those words until it started recording. But it's like even like rap battles, it's like for you know, if you have a rap battle on a Friday, from like Saturday to Thursday, you're trying to think of creative wordplay. Sure. To like pull out of the arsenal. This feels like none of these are connected to Eddie. You think he's going straight stream of consciousness. No, well, no, no. I think that he has, you know, reportedly when like Tom York was writing Kid A, he was so like over the pressure of trying to write a follow-up to OK Computer that he just had random lyric ideas and he would just put them in a hat and draw them at random and that would be how he'd assemble a song. And that's what this feels like, is that he had like, you know, don't forget the innuendo, play me like Nintendo, keep it so loud you'll hit a crescendo. And he's like, all right, I got those locked in there. But then he's just rapping. He's like, oh, it's a hassle. The innuendo, we'll do the innuendo line here. Like none none of the thoughts seem that interconnected with each other. (laughs) Matt, I'm impressed that it took only like seven minutes for us to be comparing K7, Come Baby, Come to Radiohead. Well, I mean, they are almost identical. (laughs) I mean, yeah, same era. Keep going. I need to know what what happens in this song. So we get to the chorus and the next line. Well, I hear the ring, ring, ring. The telephone goes ring. Hello, hello. But we're still busy. Pom, 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 ho. Now we're getting busy. I can slow it down so you can pump it, pump it. I can move it fast so you can pump it, pump it. <laughs> Two balls in a bat hoe, a pitcher with a hat, ha. Sliding into home base, trying to hit a home run. Swing, bada, 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 swing. <laughs> wow. Uh, He's definitely talking about cum. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Of course. So he he got away with this entire thing just by spelling it C O M E. I mean, how awesome it would be if if it was spelled if like the song title was spelled C U M baby. I mean, and I remember in 1993 this song being on me being a, a, a kid. I mean, I guess at this point 12 or 13 years old, but still like come baby come baby come baby baby come come. Like it's pretty awesome and pretty impressive that he got this to be on mainstream radio and everything. And I don't know how you got away with it. I mean, I'm no prude. I'm not, (laughs) you you know, like I got no problem. I wish there was more sexual stuff in mainstream radio on terrestrial radio. Like (laughs) I don't care. It's just human. It's natural human stuff, but it's, it is kind of funny to like graphically sing about it. I, I got no problem with it. I'm just talking the precedent that was set for, you know, a hundred plus whatever years since there's been radio and TV and whatever, where there is this censorship of thought when it comes to sexuality, which there shouldn't be. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just wondering how this one slipped through the cracks. I also just want to give a big old shout out to any of those Thursday morning podcast listeners driving to work, listening to me very monotonely say, (laughs) I can slow it down so you can pump it. I can move it faster so you can pump it. I really like the part about (laughs) two balls in a bat. Two balls in a bat. (laughs) Woo! Swing, bada, 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 swing. And there is one more verse here. Okay. So let's see if this, maybe this changes everything. Okay. (laughs) But probably not. Uh, tell me, do you like it? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, do you like? 
Do you want a little more? Yeah, yeah. Now tell me, do you love it? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Do, do. You love me. I can feel it. Come on. Oh, that's the that's the straight up part. Do, yeah. do you love me? Do, oh, do you love me? There we me? go. That's all it was? That's I mean, all it was, I guess. <laughs> they, I wow. mean, you pay for a sample. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, I can feel it. Come on. Let it go. Come on. Give it to me. Come on. Give it to me. Straight up now tell me. So there was the other sample uh. of it. <laughs> All right. It's kind of like the live in La Vida Loca part of the thong song <laughs> yeah. where he just said live in La Vida Loca at some point and like, ah, you're going to have to pay for that. Yeah. That's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah. I get, I'm sure it was worth it to say that, <laughs> to say that one or two lines in this song. Let's talk about what was happening on the charts and then we're going to dive a little bit more into K7. But the song peaked at 18 in December of 1993. What a December track. This song yeah. just screams... Christmas time. Cold wintry December when I hear it. Why didn't he pull a Bobby Boris Pickett and do that? Come, Santa, come, Santa, Santa, come, come. Oh, my God. At 18, it was lodged between a song that I know you love. Ooh. At 19 was the Cranberries with Linger. Okay, nice. And then at 17 was Mariah Carey with Dream Lover, which is all, all right. right. Not my favorite Mariah Carey, but the top five at that time, it's a pretty... Pretty solid top five. Very Chris Fafalios type Ooh. top five, if I if I must say. Especially it's number one. But uh Shoop, Salt and Pepper, oh, showing yeah. at five. Oh yeah. Very he, another very sexual horny song. Yes, it for the smell of it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four, uh, Mariah Carey Heroes. So she was definitely this was peak Mariah. She's all up on that chart. Three. Mm, could that song be interpreted as pretty horny? Uh, probably not not really <laughs> not at all. um but maybe this one could be uh ace of base all that she wants oh all that she wants is another baby yeah uh i uh i don't know i never really dove into that song does she want another like baby like you hold in your arms or another baby like a lover i mean she does say that she lives a lonely life but i think it's a breakup song and she's like oh, okay. i just need another guy in my life um, number two, Meatloaf with I'll Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That. Okay. And then the number one song, as Come Baby Come was hanging out in the top 20, the number one song was Janet Jackson again. Ooh, oh, <laughs> shit. That is a very <laughs> sexual song. That is, I mean, that is a sexy as hell song. Man, I, do, you, do you know the music video for again? I think I do. It was the one, it's very passionate and it's uh she's wearing like a waist necklace <laughs> i don't know what you call those it's like a necklace you wear around your waist i know exactly what you're talking about yeah and it's she's just her and this guy are just really really going at it it was a very horny time for music yeah. 1993 i gotta say 100 percent, very sexual hi this is chad nicefield and this is justin press we're the host of making waves the Shiprock podcast a part of the sound talent media podcast network we're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment every week we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist we'll have lots of special guests along the way so tune in every week your stateroom is available every monday morning so welcome aboard This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest 
to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday. Uh, when it comes to K7, man, I dove deeper. I will say that this album, Swing Bada Bada, I think it was called. Yeah. There's a lot of great songs on there's, this album. It's a good album. And, but then then K7 didn't release another album until 2002. And then after that, it seemed Why? like he lost the magic. Why do I... I feel like we have had an overwhelming amount of episodes, specifically with rappers, where it's like a decade between their first album and their second album. Like, I want to say Craig Mack was that situation. Ahmed was that situation. <laughs> now K7. My guess is, I mean, he was on Tommy Boy Records. My guess is it's probably a record contract thing. Yeah. I, I couldn't find any information on that. But I want to talk about some of these other songs. Like this song, Move It Like This. It's a great song, man. It's a really, really good song. You got to watch the music videos for K7. They are great. This one, it has all four guys yeah. <laughs> that I assumed were K7. Nope, it's K7 and three other guys. They're all dancing on a beach. They're riding jet skis. There's a woman in the ocean. She doesn't have a G-string on, but it's one of those bikinis that like really go up your butt. And then the guys are like rating the butt like nine and a half or 10. Is, was that around the point? When you turned around from your couch and yelled, yo, did you watch the video? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> At some point in the video, they they have, which dude, next time I make a punchline video, this has to be part of it. Okay. There's a limbo part where people are doing the limbo. Okay. I'm like, that's awesome. Why not have a limbo part of a music video? <laughs> There's not, it's not even building to, I mean, pun not intended. But it's not even building to like a punchline. It's literally just like, here's the limbo segment no, of the video. No, here's the part where we're doing the limbo. <laughs> There's a part where K7 himself, okay, this he does separate himself a little bit. He's on a green screen surfing singing the song there's people then there's a part there's a whole grinding part people are grinding on the beach lots of close-ups of women's butts and grinding on them okay i want to see this green screen surfing i'm oh, sure that looks uh, delightful right and by the end of the video <laughs> the green screen comes back this time k7 is water skiing and not only is he water skiing he's water skiing dressed as a woman Oh yes, in like a in like a bikini, and then there's like you know like the old school footage of where back in the day people would water ski. It would be like women in like fancy little outfits, and they would be like, oh, think like the video for the Go Go's where they're like water skiing. Yeah, you know? like I was thinking like um, vacation. I think that yeah, might be video. I, I'm assuming it's it's kind of like a Frankie and Annette type vibe, mm -hmm. like a like a beach yes. blanket bingo type deal. Yeah, yeah, and that really came out of nowhere in this video. That, other, <laughs> that, other, that otherwise was like women's butts. It's a lot of stuff. It was kind of I like the fact. I mean, early '90s wouldn't do that type of stuff now. Stuff aside, yeah. that we all know. Uh, I just like that it was just like let's just do like a bunch of stuff. Some of it can be like 
sexy. Some of it can be funny. Some of it could just be us dancing. But I just like that they were like, just do it all. I really like this song. Whatever. I don't know if it's a sample or what in this song, but it is it is really good. Like, I'm like, damn, I really like the vibe of this song. I, I didn't do it yet, but I thought about adding it to my playlist. Okay. I, I have a playlist, Songs That Move Me. I make it on Apple Music and Spotify. I share it sometimes with everybody. Just every time I hear a good song, I put it on there. I'm seriously considering adding Move It Like This to it. I just don't want to make that mistake of adding it and being like, ah, I shouldn't have added this. Here's here's a noteworthy thing about Move It Like This, actually. So I'm looking at the track list for Swing Bada Bada Swing. Um, and actually, in doing so, I now officially have all of the chart stuff for where Whoa. each song peaked. So yeah, 18 for Come Baby Come. Zunga Zen peaked at... 61 that song is called i love to turn you on by the way oh i have notes on that one too and then move move it like this peaked at 54 so okay but move it like this i think may have been what they thought was the hit on this album because it's track seven and then the closing track is an alternative nine minute remix of move it like this right so i mean you'd think the song that you put on the album two times is the one that you at the time think this is going to be the hit right and matt <laughs> i gotta say they weren't thinking ahead they should have obviously known the song where they say come was going to be <laughs> was going to be the highest charting they should have been a little bit more forward thinking but i think based on music and i like come baby come yeah but I think Move It Like This is the best song. You brought up the Zunga Zang song. Yes. That song's actually called I Love to Turn You On and in parentheses, Zunga Zang. There's a music video for that one. It's four guys again. It's got the Yellow Man sample, of course, in this song. But in this video, <laughs> they're eating pizza. And K7 at one point holds up a breadstick. I think be next to the woman, like... Assuming, I guess, that the breadstick is his penis. Okay. <laughs> and, and it features a lot of women eating like street meat food, <laughs> like hot dogs and sausage stuff for, that you would buy at the little thing on the street. Yeah. Eating that kind of sensually. I didn't really love that song. But then also you brought up the Heidi Ho song. Yeah. I want to say there's something about Zunga Zang that is blowing my mind as I'm looking at this wiki page because I've never seen this before. Okay. Both Come Baby Come and Zunga Zang have the same sample in it, hmm. which is this song by Melvin Bliss called Symphonic Substitution. And I am not familiar with the song, but it looks like uh, I'll just turn my laptop around. This is the list of notable rap samples that that song has appeared in. Wow. Uh, a few of the ones that jumped out at me. NWA used it on two different songs. Onyx used it on three songs, including Get Your Guns, which was like a minor hit for them. Uh, and it was sampled in OPP by Naughty by Nature. I got to check out this song. Apparently, this song is fantastic. And I'm sure once I hear it, I'll immediately be like, oh, right. got it. You right. know, like, obviously, when we know, when we know, like, straight up by Paula Abdul, you're, you know what you're listening for. <laughs> right. But, yeah. I mean, there's... There's a lot of these songs where it's just been sampled and sampled and sampled. I mean, even that, even Zunga Zang, I believe that that is where the very famous Sublime sample comes from. The yeah. one, the one that you'll hear all the time, and you don't. You That's don't the list for Zunga Zang's list too. Oh, yeah. Like it's a, it's a pretty hefty down there. 
And also, Matt, I brought up the Heidi Ho song, which for anybody that doesn't know, it was featured in The Mask. Yep. Which that made me... That was a little surprising that that didn't get higher on the charts to knock K7 out of the uh, one-hit wonder conversation here. But for anyone who's listening, obviously, it's a song that goes, Heidi, 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 I, Heidi, 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 I, Hody, 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 Oh. They sample that in that song. Yeah, so it's kind of like they had four singles on this album, but only one went high enough. Yeah, one really cracked into the public conscience, which is, I mean, when we were listening to this this morning, I found myself thinking, I'll listen to more K7. Like, I was not disappointed by any song that came playing through the speakers. It seems like it would get people dancing on a dance floor. 100%. And so much so, a couple little things here. uh, Appeared, it was featured on the very first Jock Jams album, uh, Come Baby Come. But BuzzFeed, and we're going to look at a BuzzFeed list real quick. Okay. But BuzzFeed ranked it the 61st greatest dance song of all time. Wow. Now, I'm not going to go through all 101 <laughs> entrants on this, but I do think it's worth noting that the 101 song was Space Jam by the Quad City DJs. Uh, it is also worth noting that anything on BuzzFeed is just some person just wrote some stuff. Dude, <laughs> so I've talked about this on a couple different podcasts, but sometimes there are BuzzFeed articles that are so absolutely stupid that I can't even wrap my brain around it. And the most recent one that blew my mind was... We ranked all of the Back to the Future movies from worst to best. Oh my god! Someone got paid for that, Chris. Someone took home a paycheck. I love. Is Buzzfeed still exist, or these are all articles from like five or six oh, years ago? That was a in the last month article. Buzzfeed is still going strong. I need to try to work for Buzzfeed because I do like ranking things. You do. Remember when we first started this podcast? You straight up ranked every single song yeah. that people discussed. I'm just kind of scrolling through here. I want to get to I want to see what they listed as their top 10. All right, so here we go. Number 10. Already right out the gate, not a song I think of dancing to. Ooh. Number 10 they put Missing by Everything But the Girl. And, and I miss you. Yeah, like the devils miss the rain. I just I I like that song, but I'm not grooving. Did to you it. say like the devils miss the rain? I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's the desert miss the, the rain. The desert miss the rain. Whatever. <laughs> I like your version, the devils miss the, the rain. The devils miss the rain. They're down in, in hot hell. They <laughs> yeah. want that rain. I see. I uh, see where you're coming from. <laughs> all right. Number nine, one thousand sorry, one hundred percent pure love oh. by Crystal Waters. Ooh, one hundred percent. Pure love from the back to the middle and around again. I'm going to be there too. That's like the grind song. Okay, nice. All right, number eight. I do love this song, actually. No Mercy with Where Did You Go? I was like, and I have to back away from the mic for this. It's the one that goes, uh, Where Did You Go? Okay. My lovely. (laughs) I wish I would have been filming you leaning back and and singing that part. Uh, Another one that I love, number seven, This Is Your Night by Amber. This is your night, dancing free until the morning light. This was like, oh, this is, they clearly leaned very hard 90s at this point. Yeah, this is very uh, Club MTV, The Grind. 1,000%. Number six, Be My Lover by LaBouche. Ooh, wanna be my my lover. lover. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, we always talk about like party playlists and stuff. Could you imagine, I actually talked about this uh, with with Marquette. I talked about, I want to have a fall soup party like yes every, you've every, talked about this on the podcast <laughs> everyone everyone brings a different soup and then but the music is all like 90s female <laughs> club dance songs i started making the playlist it's like cc peniston and stuff yeah number five is 
It's Not Right, But It's Okay by Whitney Houston. I don't think I know that song. I don't think I do either. I mean, maybe we, we have to know it if we heard I'm it. I'm sure. Okay, number four. I've talked about this song multiple times on the podcast because I love this song. Real McCoy's Another Night. Oh, another night, another dream, but always you. Oh, a future episode of the podcast. I mean, we already have the person picked out to discuss it. The timing just hasn't been there. Groove is in the Heart by D-Light. Oh, yeah, okay. Number three, that is, a, that is a dance jam. Number two, Corona with the Rhythm of the Night. Oh, because it's the rhythm of the night. Yeah. All right, what do you think the number one song... I do not disagree with this, but what do you think they put as the number one dance song? Number one dance song. I mean, you don't disagree with it? Is it an obvious one? I mean... It's just... It's one that... I'm like, yeah, you play that song, people are going to get hype. I mean, we talk about like Belle Bib DeVoe Poison. Oh, that is a good one. Now, this is this is way f- more fitting with everything else that I've okay, said leading right. up to this. CeCe Penston. With, CeCe Penston, I just said that. Yeah, with Finally. Finally, it's happened to me right in front of my face. My feelings didn't describe. I mean, you're going to hear it in your editing, Matt. I just said CeCe Peniston. Yeah. Like, I just said it. I, I, but I wouldn't have expected that to be number one. I Let's see what their reasoning is. They they This one got a full extra sentence, which is a lot for a BuzzFeed article. But it said, when it comes to 90s dance songs, you'd be hard-pressed to find another song that so perfectly incorporates other music genres that made the decade so great, i.e. R&B, house, and pop, which makes finally a quintessential 90s dance song. Honestly, it's a feel-good hit. Just try to be in a bad mood while you're listening to it. Dude, that's so funny. Like, that's on... I started this fall soup party playlist. It only it only has so many songs, but that's the second song. And it's funny, her name's Cece Peniston, spelled P-E-N-I-S. <laughs> T-O-N. Yeah, penis ton. Yeah, I mean, I believe that that was another song that was on Beavis and Butthead, and of course they made note of her last name. But dude, on the, on my list, I had All Around the World by Lisa Stansfield. Okay. You, um, finally by CeCe Peniston. 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters. There you go. Uh, Touch Me All Night Long by Kathy Dennis. Okay. <laughs> you remember that one? Yeah. I have, I have oh, this is not a female one. Oh, there is a female in it though. Rhythm is a Dancer by Snap. Oh, I consider that I consider that a female fronted okay. song. Um, I had Buffalo Stance from Nina Cherry, of course, and I had Naughty Girls Need Love too from Samantha Fox. <laughs> All right, so we've gone through the dance hits of Buzzfeed's dance hits. We've talked about the horniness of K Seven, mm-hmm. but the question is, Thunder or Blunder, Chris? Uh, the, the one thing we didn't mention is that post this album, K Seven is not good no no including 2022 i listened to the latest single called hangover and the lyrics are like i got a freaking hangover and i believe it samples the shots shot 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 song and it is just trash it had like 300 views on youtube yeah it was not good looking out for k7 right now (laughs) right and but based on this album it's absolute thunder yeah and I just wish that there would have been a 1994 release yeah. from K7, a 1995 release. He waited till 2002, and by Almost then, the, decade. the magic Almost was a, gone. Yeah, no, that was a bad, that was a bonehead call on K7's. I mean, maybe the problem was, man, that Come Baby Come was a hit, and these other ones they thought were going to be hits weren't, and Tommy Boy moved on. Yeah, because 
it he definitely wasn't on Tommy Boy for the 2002 release. Right. So uh so yeah, that's a that is a bummer because you're right. These are these should have been bigger songs. Mm-hmm. The songs that we're talking about and they are like if you are of a certain generation, you know like some of these songs. Yeah. But like not the way that you know Come Baby Come. <laughs> right. All right. Sorry K7. I mean we're giving you thunder. Just, <laughs> it's the only time I've ever apologized while giving a thunder. <laughs> Sorry, K7. We're going to have to give you a thunder and say your music your music from this album is great. This is Chris from the Patreon, and this has been One Hit Thunder. One Hit Thunder is hosted by Chris Fafalios of the bands Punchline, Pack, and Another Cheetah, and produced by Matt Kelly of Geekscape.net. Underneath me, you're listening to my favorite Punchline song, The Reinventor, off of their album Delightfully Pleased. Visit punchlion.com for merch, tour dates, and news. Do you want to start a podcast? Contact Chris and Matt at weknowpodcasting.com for how they can make your show sound as professional as possible. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to them on your favorite podcasting app. And tune in next week for more One Hit Thunder. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob Podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenged Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks with Johnny streaming everywhere now.